Welcome to I Talk to Ghosts. I'm your haunted host, Jennifer, and I'm here to welcome you to a special spooky season. Happy October. And to celebrate the month of October, I'm going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to break format and share with you all month long the best curated ghost stories I have found. I want to bring on the chills and share them with you. Not to worry, the normal format of me sharing my own personal stories as well will continue after Halloween. So let's kick off this spooky series of collected ghost stories. Dim the lights, gather close, here come the ghosts. I live in Ireland, an old country with a bloody history of murder, war, death, and all the usual ingredients for a nice, juicy haunting. Never mind the stories of leprechauns, banshees, and such, but stories of true evil and tragedy. Due to this, if one is walking down a quiet country lane at night, alone, listening to the sound of the wind in the trees and looking into the woods where there is nothing but darkness after the first line of trees. Your mind tends to play tricks on you. Or perhaps it's something more. I was walking past a cemetery in Country Cork There are numerous documented accounts of hangings taking place in this area during the Irish Civil War. This knowledge and the fact that it was a little after midnight did not set my mind at ease. But I was nearly home, so I didn't feel too much like a frightened child. The worst part of this road occurs at the bend that is just past the graveyard. Walking past this, I felt a chill at the back of my neck, just like in the movies. I swear I felt every teeny hair stand up on the back of my neck. I felt genuinely nauseous I was so scared, so I increased my walking pace, and then I was pushed. I felt a hard shove on my shoulders, and I fell to the ground. I quickly looked behind me, expecting to see some kind of nightmare. There was nothing. The road, woods, and cemetery were empty. I tried to laugh at myself, get up, brushed myself off, walked on, and cursed myself for being so foolish. As far as I was concerned, I had tripped. I mean, there are no such things as ghosts, are there? And then, I was pushed to the ground again. After that, I got up and ran all the way home. Sure, it could have been kids messing with me, but it was reasonably bright due to the moon being out. I just know one thing is for sure. I'm glad I didn't look behind me a second time.
Here's another spooky story for you. Enjoy. I moved into a little house in Texas with a friend of mine. The landlord was a nice older man and was very helpful about getting us moved in. We had more stuff than the space would allow and saw that there was a locked storage area beneath the house. Basements are rare in Texas due to the bedrock, but this house had one. We asked if we could put some things in there, but were told to stay out of the basement with no explanation. A few weeks after getting settled in, we began to hear noises from beneath the house. Thinking we had a critter, like a squirrel or a raccoon, we called a pest control place. They said we were remarkably clear of any pests and that we didn't have any tracks or droppings from even an insect population, which is unheard of in Texas. I mean, this guy said we didn't even have as much as an ant on the premises. Well, we thought this was due to an excellent cleaning crew or meticulous housekeeping, but it didn't explain the noises we kept hearing. On several occasions, I would wake up in the middle of the night feeling like I had had a bad dream, but I hadn't had one. And I would find my roommate up as well, saying he couldn't sleep. On one occasion, I woke in a half slumber and felt like someone was there in the room, standing next to the bed, and I heard my name. Thinking it was my roommate telling me I had a phone call, I answered and got out of bed. No one was there, and my roommate was not even home. I mentioned it to him, and he reported the same occurrence but thought I was playing a joke on him. I began locking my door at night just to feel safe, but that backfired. I was lying in bed and again heard my name. I could hear the air conditioner running and it blows directly onto my bed, only I wasn't getting the breeze. The breeze stopped as if someone was standing between the unit and my bed. Well, I was tired of being played with, so I sat up in bed, fist raised and prepared to give my roommate a punch in the arm. But when I got up, the breeze hit me again and no one was there. When I went to the door thinking maybe my roommate had dashed off, it was locked. From the inside, I opened it and went into the living room and my roommate, again, wasn't even home. Unable to sleep, I called a friend and spent a night at her house. A few weeks passed without incident. Then late one night, I was awoken by someone pounding on the foot of my bed. But when I sat up, no one was there. And again, my door was locked from inside the room. Unable to sleep secure in my own home, I opted to move out. I never did get a look at the basement nor an explanation as to why the entire house was bug-free. Some things remain unexplained and perhaps unrelated, but I can sleep with the buzz 
of a few houseflies. Are you enjoying your ghostly visit? If so, please follow, like, comment, and share. The ghosts may be talkative, but they are lousy at marketing, so every click helps. Tell your friends, and please leave a kind review so that others might join us. The spirits, and I thank you. When I was 18, I was dating this guy who lived with his grandparents while he was in college. They lived in a very old, large house, It had a very long hallway with two bedrooms and a bathroom on the right side, and at the end of the hallway was a door leading to God knows where. I think it was a closet, but it sure was creepy. I remember walking down the hall on several occasions before I knew there was anything creepy going on. I would feel someone behind me, You know what I mean, like when you feel someone is staring at you. Sometimes I would even hear footsteps. When I turned around, nothing was there. I thought perhaps it was my boyfriend trying to scare me, but when I looked in the other rooms, he was never there. One morning, after staying in the first room in the hallway, His grandmother asked, You haven't seen our ghost yet, have you? I laughed and said I had not. She explained that she knew it sounded silly to me and that I probably didn't believe her. She told me that when her daughter was in high school, they awoke one night to her screams. When they got to her room, she was hysterical. She said that she woke up and there was a tall man standing at the foot of her bed. She had screamed and he had walked away. They spent an hour searching the room and making sure there were no intruders. They found nothing. She didn't sleep in there much anymore, and neither did I. One night, I was settling into sleep in the last room in the hall, not the ghost room. The room was lit dimly by lamplight. I turned to put my book down and settle in, and I had no intention of turning that lamp off. I heard footsteps and assumed someone was coming to make sure I had enough pillows or covers or something. I was counting on someone, not something. He stood in the doorway, no face, just a square-shouldered silhouette and he just stood there. I didn't feel threatened, but I didn't feel like I wanted to invite him in either. Being the brave and grown-up woman that I am, I did what anyone would do. I put my head under my pillow and prayed for daylight. The next day, I asked who came to check on me, even though I knew the answer. For a while, I was in denial. It was hard to deny, though, since there was no one in the house over 5'8", and this man was at least 6'3", too big of a difference to pass off. Not too long after my incident, my boyfriend and a few friends had a guy's night out. 
My brother was witness to what happened. They were all hanging out in the room in which I had my experience. One of the guys went into the bathroom, and everyone heard a scream. The guy came running into the room, and they asked him what was wrong, and he said, It touched me! When he calmed down enough, he told them that in the hall he felt someone tap his shoulder, and when he turned around, guess who was there? Same thing. Big man. No features. Big shoulders. Shadow. So now, I guess, I can't deny what I saw, can I? And with that, dear listener, we have concluded this week's episode of I Talk to Ghosts. I sincerely hope you've enjoyed the spooky stories I've collected for you this evening. If you have a favorite, haunt me down on social media and let me know. And if you're enjoying this podcast, listen to past episodes. And while you're there, leave a kind review. Myself and the spirits will thank you. Have a lovely evening and good night.